Jasmine. Welcome back to the All That Jazz podcast, where we don't know what the fuck we're doing every week, except for Jasmine has a really good time and like 25 people join in for the fun. So if you're one of the 25, hello, welcome back. Um, I, <laughs> it has been a day and a half and I can't wait to tell you about it and I can't wait for you to not really care about it, um, but I can't wait to tell you. Um, but first, I would like to start off by... Uh, setting the scene for you. So this is my first episode that I'm not going to put on to YouTube. Um, and that's because I'm not thinking that that is like what I want to do anymore. I don't know. We're just having a good time. I'm thinking I'm, whoa, excuse me. I don't know what just happened to my voice, but I'm thinking I either need to make a separate channel for the podcast, which I was originally like very against. Um, but now I'm like, wait, I think that's like, I get it now. Um, or I need to just like not put them on, like just put them on Spotify and stuff. I don't know. I'm not loving them on my channel. And here's why, because I am having some people reach out to me telling me that they like it on YouTube. But every time I upload a podcast to YouTube, I think the algorithm gets really confused with like what type of content I'm making and what to promote and what not to promote. So like people who come back regularly for like chaotic content are like confused by the whole podcast situation. I, I don't I think it's just messing things up and it's messing up kind of the point of my channel. I don't know. Nobody cares except for me. So um, for the next couple of weeks, I'm just going to be recording audio. Um, and that's another reason for that is that I'm leaving for a trip uh, on Wednesday and I'm not going to bring my like I'm, gonna, I'm bringing my vlog camera, but I'm not going to bring like my big shindig and set up with me. Anyways, nobody cares about any of this shit. Um, so right now. <laughs> I'm sitting in my closet and like, yes, that sounds normal for somebody recording a podcast. That's not like a strange thing to do, but I don't have a walk-in closet. (laughs) I have like a normal people closet, like where there's like the door that doesn't really slide and shit. Like that's... (laughs) So I just, I took out my laundry basket and I'm sitting on the floor I like pushed my clothes, I like pushed them all to the side and I'm like sitting against the back wall of my tiny closet. (sighs) It's not very comfortable, but the audio is just spectacular. So uh, it's worth it. Um, So that's what's happening. Uh, To the left of me is a red dress with little white hearts on it that I recently thrifted. And to the right of me, is um a shirt that I've had since looks like eighth grade so um just in case anybody wanted to really know what's happening also sitting in my lap is my third microphone that I have purchased in the last week oh my god this kind of goes into the day that it's been today I just I'm feeling a little bit angry about this whole situation. I need to let it off my chest. That's what this podcast is for. It's just like emotional sleepover friendship ranting time. Um, Feel free to do so in my DMs. Um, 
So here's the story. So it was my birthday a couple weeks ago and my parents were like, hey, influencer content creator daughter, what would you like for your birthday? And I was like, hey parents, um, I kind of want like a good microphone like to use for my podcast. I just happen to need a microphone in a lot of the videos that I make and they were like, great, like that'll be your birthday present. And I was like, oh my God, like you're so nice. And, but they didn't pick it out because they, because <laughs> I'm the influencer of the household and they were like, just pick one out and like, you know, here's your budget, whatever. So I picked one out, finally came in the mail and the audio quality just sucked. Like I was like, really? Like I read all these reviews. I watched all these, um, you know, tech reviews from these like, you know, guys who have like a side job of making YouTube videos that are like tech reviews. Uh, I, I thought I made the correct purchase, but um, but I didn't. It was not very good. I used it in our my last podcast podcast episode with Allison. You might not hear a difference, but boy, do I. So I returned that hoe right back to Amazon, and I got this other one. Um, and I was like, this is like this is the one. Like this is super fun. And I used it in my Hannah Montana, but it's indie music video. Loved the audio quality. I'm like, we did it. This is amazing. Hallelujah to Jesus. And then today I get home from work and I'm like, time to be an influencer. And I set up to record this podcast. And I go to, <laughs> I go to plug in the microphone. Oh my God, you guys, this is so freaking stupid. Okay, so I go to plug the cord into the microphone, not into my computer, into the microphone. And... Okay, don't tell my mom or the lady that I returned the microphone to at Target, but I was a little too aggressive <laughs> with my plugging method and I like broke it. <laughs> I like broke the like socket that I plugged into. So it's my fault. I broke it, but it's, I had only had it for like what? four or five days so I was like oh god really Jasmine like you're just a reckless piece of shit like look at you just ruining things like wow and so angrily I shoved it back in its box because I always keep the packaging for things I have a whole stack of boxes of like packaging for things that I have had for like years it is way past the return date but some part of me just tells me that I might need the box again someday anyways had the box angrily drove to Target returned it and he's like is there anything wrong with it I'm like oh yeah it's it it broke and he was like I kept it really vague just it broke and he was like all right solid and then I purchased the exact same one at Target unfortunately it's not the color that I wanted but I had a self-talk to myself because I, I get like really stressed over colors of things. Like for some people, it's not a big deal, but like we all have those things that we stress about. And for me, it's like colors of items that I'm purchasing. Anyways, hope somebody can relate to that. But so this one's silver, the other one was black. I like the black better, but I'm like, life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. Um, so that was my super uneventful story. Uh, hope you enjoyed, hope your day is going really well. Um, and if you're not having a good day, I'm really sorry. And I hope this podcast brings a little bit of light in your day and you feel less alone. You feel, um, a little bit stress-free. 
um, and just take this next 45 minutes to an hour to just hang with me. Let everything go and just listen to Jasmine and whatever the fuck I'm going to talk about. Um, so yeah, let's get into our fun facts. The fun facts need to be a lot shorter. So I'm going to keep this one nice and brief. Fun fact. Good. This is a sad fun fact, by the way. Sorry, we're going to start this on a really rough note. Uh, fun, not so fun fact. Goodwill, at least the Goodwills in Arizona, are no longer doing their 50% off Saturdays. This is the most tragic thing to happen. At least in Arizona. I, I, I was heartbroken because... Again, I'm going on a trip, and so I was like, ooh, I want, like, cool, fun fall clothes. So off to Goodwill I went on Saturday to get my 50% off. And I found all this cute stuff, and I go up to the cash register, I'm like, it's 50% off Saturday. And she's like, no, it's not. We're not doing that anymore. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Really? It was disappointing, but I also flipped my attitude around, and I was like, Jasmine, think about it. Goodwill has probably lost a lot of money due to the pandemic. And they've got to find ways to make that money back. So I get it, but a little part of me died because I love 50% off Saturdays. Because, well, everything's 50% off. You can buy like a pair of jeans for $4. Do you know how much jeans are these days? God, to buy jeans that actually fit me, which I unfortunately had to do the other week because my thrifted jeans weren't cutting it in terms of comfort for me. Bro, jeans at full price, you go to Abercrombie and they're like $90. I'm like, this can't be true. Like, you are lying to me. Thankfully, it was like I bought ones on like the clearance rack because I was like, that's, that's, that's just redonkulous. Like, what happened? It's, I just want a pair of jeans that have a little bit of spandex in them that if I needed to do a cartwheel in them, I could. And I can't do cartwheels in men's jeans from Goodwill. It just doesn't work. And anyway, so I bit the bullet and I bought these jeans that they were, I did not pay $90. No way in hell did I pay $90. Anyways, that's my fun fact. Fun fact over. I hope that one was quick. Um, don't forget to share with me a fun fact. I know this isn't on YouTube, um, but you can always DM me on Instagram a fun fact. I like, we can just chat. I, I love responding to DMs because one, I don't get many of them. So it's really exciting when I do get a DM. And two, I'm a normal human and I love just like talking with people and like meeting new friends. So if you want a new friend, just like DM me and we can like be friends. To all the people, I don't know who of my like loyal subscribers listen to this podcast um but if you've ever just like dm'd me just like randomly like about your day or like ask me how I'm doing like you rock like it's just like so much fun to just feel like we can just like talk and like hang out like this is so cool anyways so uh yeah that's my fun fact um what else is going on let's see I feel like I've been really busy lately but busy with like really random stuff like as a hashtag college dropout TM, um, my days are consumed with like constantly finding things for me to do that will make me feel productive. 
because when I was in school, if I wasn't doing schoolwork, oh, good Lord, the guilt, the guilt. Oh, see, I was one of those hoes. I was one of those, I was one of those hoes that like was always working on schoolwork and was like school obsessed. And so now that I'm not in school, I'm like, what is my life's purpose? You know, so I, whenever I'm like not doing anything, I'm like, God, I'm a lazy piece of shit, which is not true. And I'm trying to work on that. Um, so the other day I was all of a sudden there was nothing left to do on my to-do list. And I was like, well, there's a lot more hours left in the day. What am I going to do? And so, you know how I spent the rest of my day? I de-pilled all of my leggings. <laughs> For Christmas last year, my grandma got me one of those little little tools, like electric um, depillers that like depill sweaters and stuff. And I found it in my drawer the other day, and now I've just been depilling everything to feel productive. And it's wonderful because you're like, wow, it's a brand new pair of leggings. Look at how amazing this is. Anyways, nobody gives a shit, uh, but what a 10 out of 10 million out of 10 would recommend buying one of those depiller things and just having a good time. It's relaxing. You feel productive. You feel like you got something done, which is another way to describe being productive. Um, makes you feel efficient. It's great. And then, then the next time you put those leggings on and you like wipe your hands over your ass, you're not going to feel like fucking alligator skin all right that should as smooth as a baby's ass cheek all right anyways so i'm going on a trip on wednesday i'm really scared i'm going to new york um to see my friend jules talked about it last week's episode um but i do have to fly alone and i'm not really looking forward to that because if you listen last week's episode um called my worst panic attack um what's the thing called oh my god oh parentheses jesus christ (laughs) it's the dropout in me um parentheses on a plane um that whole episode was about this horrible flight experience that i had last year um flying alone slash with allison and flying alone and being without my parents is just really scary to me and it's something that I've always wished that I was more comfortable with. I was I was that kid who like in you know grade school ew who says grade school? Apparently me. That's disgusting. Really sorry about that. Um but you know back in the good old elementary school days like I was always that bitch that would have to be picked up from sleepovers and I can probably count the amount of like sleepovers where like I went over to somebody's house and successfully like closed my eyes and went to bed and woke up in the morning and like participated in like the girly breakfast. Like I can count the amount of times that that happened probably on one hand. Like I I just I couldn't do it. Like I just have really bad. I had really 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 bad separation separation anxiety. Um, and then also too, as I've gotten older, like obviously I'm a lot more independent now and I, I do, I do a lot better on my own and I'm sure I haven't had a sleepover in a long time, but I'm sure if I had one, I would probably handle it a lot better. But now it's a little bit different because, you know, if I'm on a plane or if I'm on my own or whatever, and I have an anxiety attack or I have a panic attack, which are not really the same thing, but like if for whatever, if I have, you know, if I am crying bad and feel like I'm going to die, um, 
just you the instinct in me as a human like wants somebody comforting there and so I I always um I never like knowing that I could be anxious or have a panic attack or something could happen to me and you know my mom or dad or sister or somebody close to me isn't there to help me through it that really scares me um I don't know I mean and I've been I've been in a lot of situations too in my life where I've had an anxiety attack um and the present I you know I wasn't with my parents um and I wasn't able to contact them and the adult or people around me maybe didn't handle it quite right I didn't really like I couldn't really explain what was going on to them um it's just like my parents and people around me like we have this routine like they know what to do they know how to handle it and I there's always a little part of me that is really scared about dealing with that on my own um especially because um if you listen through the whole way through um last week's episode I talked about how I kind of have a game plan if I have an anxiety attack and one of those important things on the game plan is that I'm with somebody and that I'm with somebody to just talk to them and have somebody distract me and so maybe for somebody else like that's not super important maybe they do better handling their anxiety on their own like talking through talking themselves through a panic attack but for me that's like an essential part of um just getting through the situation and so I get really scared about being on my own and not having somebody I have like the I have like anxiety about having the anxiety if that makes sense which is which is a completely normal thing but so being on a plane where I'm really susceptible to feeling anxious and you just feel crowded you feel cramped um I won't go into some of the details of what my anxiety revolves around but um the plane being in a plane is just not a good environment for that and so I just think about like being stuck on a plane like without my parents for like you know however many hours it just like it just really scares me um but you know what I told myself I was like Jasmine you can do it like there's gonna come a time where you got to do something like this and why not prove to yourself that you know maybe it won't go well maybe it won't maybe you will have an anxiety attack you don't know until you try and you can't grow and learn from what to do unless you just do it so um i that kind of leads us into um the main topic of this episode today which is about faking confidence (laughs) and like fake it till you make it and um some things that i've been doing recently to help my confidence levels and not that I'm this confidence guru I'm not saying I'm this super confident person because I like to think I am but sometimes I'm not but I've been doing a couple things recently that I think some people could maybe benefit from um anyways so that's we're talking we're talking about confidence confidence ready set one two three go so some of the things that I am going to do that I've done to prepare myself for feeling more confident um, on this plane ride. So the first thing I did was I, I, you know, most people when they go on a plane, they're like, oh, you want to take like a nonstop, just like get it over with, you know, and, and going to New York from Arizona, that was going to be like five hours. And that just didn't sound very fun to me. Like, knowing that I was going to be on the plane for like five hours. I, you know, 
I can deal with like sitting down for five hours, but just feeling like it to me that was five hours of like suppressing anxiety. You know what I mean? So the first thing I did um, was I listened to myself and what I knew felt more comfortable for me. And I picked a flight route that had a stop in it, which is not typically what somebody would do. But for some reason, that just sounded a lot better to me to do two shorter flights than to do one long flight. And I'm stopping in Minneapolis and I fly to Minneapolis like every year. So it's like, I know the airport, like it just sounded a lot more comfortable comfortable to me. And who knows, maybe it'll be a complete disaster, but you don't know, you don't know until you try. But so by knowing that I'm going to be stopping and that flights will be shorter, I automatically feel more confident that I can handle this. All right. And if the more I feel confident, the less, well, okay, well, we can't predict if Jasmine's going to have anxiety or not, but we can kind of trick our brains into feeling confident that we're, we can feel less anxious about the anxiety. So that was the first thing I did. The next thing I did um, was I'm planning on vlogging um, at the airport, which sounds a little funny um, and also kind of normal for influencers (laughs) and content creators um, and quirky, relatable scenes. Um, No, but... I okay so this goes into the big thing that I've been doing recently this podcast is a mess but I'm a mess so just just hang in there so I have been doing this thing recently where if I'm not feeling confident I turn on my camera um or I'll pick up my phone like maybe I'm in the car I'm I'm about to go somewhere I'm about to like go into a building and like talk to people all right and I'm not feeling confident I will turn on the camera and I will just talk to myself and be like, Jasmine, here's what you're going to do. You're going to, you know, turn off the car. You're going to get out of the car and you're going to walk into the building and you're going to check in at the front desk and then you're going to go sit down and then you're going to go on your phone. And instead of just aimlessly looking at your phone, you're going to write this text to this person. And then you're going to like, I just kind of walk myself through what's going to happen And for some reason, that just takes away some of the anxiety about whatever I'm about to do. And I did this, the first time I did this, I was going into a dance class that I was really nervous for because I'd never been to the studio. I knew that I was going to be with like, you know, younger girls because, you know, I'm like fucking 19 and I'm still in like beginning ballet, but I was like, I really just want to go do ballet. I didn't know the teacher. I had never, you know, I just, I knew nothing. And I don't thrive in that environment, especially with dance, because I know that I'm like, you know, not very good in terms of like my technique. And so it's hard to like feel confident when like, you know, you're not very good, you know, so you have to just like fake it till you make it. And so I did that for myself and it was like incredible. I literally just like held my head up high and I just like walked in the door and I was like, hello, my name's Jasmine. And you know, I, like, said hi to the teacher, and, like, even, like, at the ballet bar, I was just, like, a lot more confident, and I was more focused on, you know, myself, and what was going on in my body, and the way I was moving, you know, through the combinations, and less about, like, you know, oh, like, what do these girls probably think? I'm, like, you know, ridiculous. I'm, like, this adult, like, doing ballet with, like, 12-year-olds, like, this is, like, so ridiculous, whatever. You know, the teacher was, like, giving me looks, like, you know, 
point your foot, do this and that. And I just, I was able to remain like very calm in myself and like talk everything, um, talk through everything with myself. Like, just remember, like, you're still learning and you're still growing. And, you know, he doesn't know that, you know, you haven't been doing ballet for like years and years and years. Like, for some reason, like, just taking that video of myself and like, becoming like this really like almost like faking that I was this different person who was like really confident not like snarky but just like really confident in who I am and my abilities and that it really like it was just really powerful I don't know and so then I I started to keep doing that um just when I was going places like when I was going into work I work with um, I'm the youngest person at my work. I work at Athleta, which is a clothing store, uh, like women's um, athletic wear clothing store, very similar to Lululemon um, at the mall. And I work with women of all different ages. There's some women who are grandmas. There's some women who are like my mom's age. There's some girls who, um, you know, just graduated college, but I am definitely the youngest. And so for some reason, it's hard for me to... I found over the last year that I've been working there, it's been really hard for me to go into work and like feel really confident. Um, and that was kind of a new feeling for me because I always felt like at school, I was really confident and not, again, like not like snarky confident, but just like, you know, I could easily be myself and talk to people and I wasn't worried about what people thought about me. But for some reason at work, there was there was something that was like holding me back from like really being myself. And I think it was just because like I was new. I didn't know, you know, I was like learning how to work there. Um, and and all of a sudden it was like after the first couple of times I worked, like I was really quiet working there and like didn't really talk to anybody because everyone else was like already friends and I was younger than them and it was like I didn't really have anybody to like really connect with and so I was just really like quiet and reserved and it was it wasn't a good feeling because that's that's not who I normally am and so it was like oh like it was hard for me to just like be myself and like feel confident you know and I was like, well, now that I've like been this way for like the first couple like shifts, like if I just come in one day and all of a sudden I'm this like, you know, quirky, chaotic mess, they're going to be like, whoa, like what the heck? Like it's like, it just felt weird to just like all of a sudden be a different person. I don't know. And so I had taken a, a, a break from working, obviously, like during the pandemic because the store was closed. And when we came back, I was like, Jasmine, like this is your time to like go in there and not like, you know, d you know, did a full 180, like I don't need to do that, but just kind of almost like reintroduce myself to all these people and like take small opportunities to just like show yourself that you are still that confident person. All right. So I like whipped out my camera before I went into work and I was just like, Jasmine, here's what you're going to do. Like you're going to go into work and you're going to you're going to say hello to all the people that are working there. And, you know, you're going to ask them how they're doing. And all of a sudden that's going to make you feel more talkative. And then when you go into the back, instead of like wondering if anybody sees you there, you're going to go and you're going to look for people and you're going to say hello to them. Like I was like, I'm going to make an effort to like be confident and talk to people. And um, I was like, you, you know how the store runs, like you know how to do everything, like there's no reason to feel like you don't know what you're doing because you do. And lo and behold, I like went into work and I said hello to everybody and I just, I was like, 
oh, like it was just so nice to like feel like myself and like confident and because over, over the last like couple of years I've really my confidence has just like plummeted and I again I used to be this like super confident person I just I don't know what happened to that but basically it was like by talking to myself I was able to again just like fake it till I make it and be like the confident person that I've always wanted to be and almost like play a character that sounds really extreme but I hope you know what I mean like you can kind of like uh pretend that you are this super confident person and by just pretending you just you feel it and it's a great feeling you know what I mean anyways so that being said I have felt like um you know, I've, I've been doing that a lot with like talking to myself. And so with this trip coming up and feeling really nervous um, and, you know, th- the more confident you are, I feel like in, in terms of social anxiety, because um, I struggle with a couple different types of anxiety, but in terms of social anxiety, by feeling more confident, I feel like that really helps the anxiety. I mean, that that's just point blank period. Like we all know this. So I'm like, okay, so with going to the airport, if I vlog, all right, and I can talk almost like have many moments throughout my time at the airport when I am stopping and having these like conversation fake it till you make it moments with myself except for it's with the vlog camera that I can continuously be like replenishing my confidence while I'm at the airport and like making myself feel more confident with being independent and being away from my parents and being on this plane um than I than I normally would and I don't know so I'm gonna vlog and I will I'll hopefully it'll be a complete vlog and you'll hopefully see it soon um but I don't know I'll let you guys know how it goes but I think that's a really wonderful thing to try um if you're somebody who may be struggling with similar things in terms of wanting to feel more confident um in social situations or when you're out and about um maybe it could even be for when you're giving a presentation you could just talk to yourself and be like hey like you're gonna go you're gonna kill this presentation and you're going to you know you're gonna like walk yourself through what you're gonna do so maybe you're on zoom i'm going to introduce myself i'm going to share my screen I'm going to, you know, read the title slide. I'm going to look into the camera and I'm going to flip the page. Like by just walking yourself through what you're going to do in a situation out loud, or maybe you could write it down, like something where it's not, you're not just like thinking about it. For some reason, it's like something becomes a for sure thing in all this unknown. And you just, it's like, you know what to expect. You know what you're going to do. You feel more prepared and you feel more confident. You know what I mean? I don't know. And maybe this won't work for you. Maybe maybe you're going to do this and you'll be like, Jasmine, this sucked. This sucked so much. I hated that. I hated talking to myself. Maybe give it, give it another shot or try writing it down. Maybe you don't have to videotape yourself. Maybe you just do like a voice recording or something. You don't have to watch the video back. I've never watched the video back. But for some reason, there's just this feeling of like, okay, I, I have a good analogy. It's like when we do our makeup in the morning or if you wear makeup, if you, you know, if you're like getting ready 
All right. And you pretend that you're like a beauty guru. You're like, hey, guys, like maybe you're not actually saying it out loud. Maybe you are. I do. Um, But you're like pretending that like you're being like you're recording like a get ready with me. You know what I mean? We all we've all been there at some point. You know it. Or you're like in your shower and you're like, hey, guys, welcome to my shower routine. So first I'm going to use this and then I'm going to scrub it here and do this. And it's almost and then it's like you feel like you're this like powerful like person who like knows everything about doing their makeup you know what I mean like you all of a sudden become this like expert but like not really an expert but like they don't have to know that you know what I mean it's the same sort of concept of like pretending that you're like my life is Ava and you have this like perfect morning routine and you're like super confident like just like pretending like it's that like pretending like you're being filmed you know what I mean? And by like, you like, I'm, I'm a big advocate for fake it till you make it. And I really feel in terms of confidence. And so I feel like by like faking that, like, you know, it all and you're this expert in social situations, like you're just, it'll just radiate from you. And I don't mean like you're you like, you know, it all like you're better than everyone else. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of like socially, you know how to work it you know how to um, be confident when you walk into a store um, and if somebody asks you a question you can confidently like look at, look them in the eye and like give them an answer like talk to people engage with people like I think I think that's that's when fake it till you make it is is really um, can really be a good thing I have a story about faking it till you make it um, that kind of what what proved to me that faking it till you make it like is true and you don't have to listen if you don't want to but I kind of am excited to tell you the story because it's like dreams come true anyways so freshman year of high school um it was dance auditions now the way it worked in my high school is uh dance was like a class period it wasn't like we had like a palm team outside of school but dance was like you could take dance instead of PE all right and now there's a big competition dance culture around where I live and so there were like eight different levels of dance at my high school it was a big deal there were auditions um like no no cut auditions and they were they were placement auditions all right and so my freshman year I was on this um I would say like intermediate level, beginning intermediate level um, class, okay? And so in the auditions, there was a section of the audition that was optional if you wanted to do um, this turning combination. Um, If you're a dancer, it was like an alsicone um, combination that was like crazy or whatever. Um, If you're not a dancer, it's basically where you have, you're spinning, okay? on one foot and one leg is straight on the ground and the other leg is out like at 90 degrees away from you that was a bad way to describe it i'm sure you've probably seen it like on instagram before anyways so i had taught myself like the summer before like how to do these they weren't very good again i had been dancing for like maybe nine months wasn't so hot okay and this turning combination part of the audition were was only for people who wanted to audition for the competition level of our school the highest level that like 
Um, they were the only ones who like competed at the state level. Like you only had to do the turning combination if you wanted to be eligible for that level. Okay. But I was like, this could be fun. Like I was like, why not? You know, like, I know I can't do it, but I was like, this could be like a confidence booster to like prove to myself that like, I just went out there and I tried it and I did it, even though I knew it was going to be bad. I knew I couldn't do the turns. I'd never been like properly trained in them. I was like, I wasn't looking at it from like a, I want to make the top team. I was looking at it of like a, maybe I should like challenge myself and see if I can handle like the pressure of this. Okay. So I learned the combination. I went home. I didn't like I I tried to like practice in my living room, but like I kept like hitting shit. It was not it was not good at all. Okay. so flash forward to the next day, the turning audition, um, this section, it happened during our class period. Okay, this is going to get really complicated. So bear with me. There were two dance rooms at my high school. And so there were two different classes going on at the same time. And then when auditions happened, we would all audition, like the auditions would happen during your class period, like you and your class and the class next door would all like go through the audition together and like judges were brought in. It was intense. Okay. So basically we did this like technique audition and then the teacher was like, hey, all right, like, does anybody want to do, like, the optional turn combo for the judges, okay? Now, nobody else was going to because we were all, like, intermediate beginning level, and that was only if you were, like, really, like, eligible for, you know, the elite level, and so nobody was going to do it because it was just, like, it just, like, wasn't what people were gonna make not that like everyone was bad oh my god I don't okay this is going down a rabbit hole really bad okay anyways so I just remember I was like standing in the crowd of girls and I knew that I had like learned the combination and I was like Jasmine like this is your time like to go out there and just like prove to yourself that you can go in front of people and you can mess up and you can look bad and you can just do it for some there was like some part of me that just wanted to like prove to myself that like I could dance like that I could like I could be like a confident dancer okay because didn't have a lot of friends in high school in like freshman year not a lot of people knew me and I was like this is my chance to just like go out there and like show myself that I can do this so nobody stepped forward and my teacher was like anybody anybody and I literally was just like fuck it and I just I like pushed people away not like but I just like wiggled my way through the crowd and I stepped out and I heard a lot of like whispering going on behind me like oh my god like she doesn't know like, oh my god, like oh, she's not very good oh my god, like, what is she gonna do like oh my god like she's actually gonna do it like it was like this unspeakable thing and I step out there and I stand in the middle of this giant giant dance room and I just remember my teacher who wasn't a judge she like we brought in judges but she like looked at me and she was like all right like looking forward to this <laughs> like this like oh sure all right let's see it you know what I mean and the turning combination song was three by Britney Spears one two 
calling between calling one two oh my god it was like that song now anyways so the song like turns on and I just my heart has never beat so fast I've never ever ever had so much adrenaline going through my body there were maybe I want to say like 50 girls watching me okay and like this panel of like professional dancers who were judging and I was like oh my god like here we go five six seven prep on eight and you guys I like did it like I did the turning combination I like didn't fall like if you're a dancer like okay if you're a dancer like here was the combination so it was three alcicones into a double passe come out of that it was three more uh alice cones into a double coupe with your hands on your hips then you shun out of that step prep alice cones around the world three more alice cones and then a double pirouette step out of it arabesque finish sorry if that was gibberish for anyone but i just remember like i was like oh oh my god like I did it like I like okay my form not hot but I didn't fall out of it I did the around the worlds I like stayed with the music like it was crazy like adrenaline was rushing through me okay and when I stopped I was very dizzy and I just stood there and everything was spinning but I just remember having like the biggest smile on my face and I was just I was so proud of myself and I had never I have like to this day I have never ever felt more confident in my whole life because I was standing there I knew it looked bad but I did it and like my teacher was like clapping for me and I was just so proud of myself and I had just like walked out there and like completely fake it till I made it and I was just like pretending like yep like I know what I'm doing even though I had no idea what I was doing I walked out there I was just trying to be confident holding my head up high you know trying to show the judges that I was a professional dancer even though I was nowhere near that and just like the fake it till you make it confidence really kicked in and I did the turn combo And I later found out that by doing the turn combination, that added 14 extra points to my score. And if I hadn't have done it, like, okay, I ended up making one of our company teams from that. And if I hadn't have done the turn combination, that I I wouldn't have moved up as high as I did. So, like, by taking a chance on my confidence, by proving to myself that I could do something by taking a risk, faking it till I made it. It had this huge impact and like the payoff was so crazy because listen to this. After that, I was on this company, I was on the uh, lower company level. Um, And then the next year I was on the same, uh, I was on the same level, but I was, I was dance captain of that level and then the next year I moved up to our second highest level I went from being not even a dancer to faking it till I made it all the way up to the second highest level out of eight levels and 
you know, choreographing all these numbers, um, you know, being being a, a, a leader and really finding myself and that I loved dance. And then I went to, you know, I was a dance major at ASU for a year and dance is still a big part of my life. I got the opportunity to choreograph two of the musicals at my high school because of that. I like went back um, this last year and I choreographed the musical at my high school. I was called back to do choreography for my high school dance program. And I can genuinely say if it wasn't for me faking it till I make it, in that one audition freshman year, I would not be where I am today in terms of dance. Like, I know that was kind of an intense story, but I just, like, I, I, I cannot imagine where I would be if I hadn't of, like, proved to myself and, like, really tried to be and embody this like confident person and just go out there and like again fake it till I make it in terms of confidence like I I I like my life would look a lot different all because of that like one thing that I did and it sounds really dramatic and I talk about it to a lot of people and it was this moment that was like brought up a lot with my friends and dancers but like that just it just stuck with me and it was just it was just hands down like one of the best moments of my whole life because I just was so proud of myself for just for just doing it and you know when I went on with dance in high school there were a lot of other moments that I didn't feel confident but I like remembered that one time that I just faked it till I made it and I would fake it till I make it and it would work and I would just it was like the confidence overruled like my technical abilities I don't know and uh, it was just like I'm like sitting here like thinking about it and I just like I can't like <laughs> I'm like smiling really big this is like really embarrassing <laughs> but like nobody's looking at me except for my clothes um but it was just uh, I would do anything to go back to that moment and I just, I want everybody to know that by being confident, you can do so much more than you think that you're capable of. Than you think that you're capable of, that you are capable of, but you're just not convincing yourself that you are. By, by faking your confidence and by being confident and proving to yourself that you can do something, you're going to like unlock this whole new level of just human that you are. And... And I say that from experience. I, I, I'm not an expert, but from personal experience, you can do it. And oh my gosh, it's been 47 minutes. I literally thought it's only been like 15 minutes. Wow, this went by really fast. Um, but I think that's where we're going to end the podcast. Um, but I challenge you this week. Sorry, it, it, I'm putting on my therapist hat. Therapist Jasmine says, this week, I want you to do one thing that makes you feel more confident. And I'm going to try to, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to, you know, do all my steps at the airport and try to vlog and talk to myself before I get on the plane um, to help me be more confident. And hopefully I can update you um, in the vlog or next week on the podcast. Excuse me. It wouldn't be a podcast without that verb. Without. Mm.
three burps apparently wow um but we got this we totally got it we're all in this together um and let's go be confident bitches well no like don't be a bitch but like a confident like Go be kind. You can be kind and confident at the same time. I think I need a snack. It's getting like dark out and my clothes are really dark and I'm like low-key kind of falling asleep. It's just the, it's just the sleepover vibes. <laughs> I'm getting sleepy at our sleepover. Anyways, that's it. Um, I love you. Don't forget to DM me if you ever want to talk to me about anything or you just want to like tell me how your day is going or you can tell me um, a step that you're going to take to feel more confident and we can talk about our confidence. Our confidence journeys anyways that's it i love you have a wonderful week and you got it and i love you okay bye (laughs) 